Welcome to Royally Screwed, a Curse of Strahd actual play podcast featuring a group of motley fools bumming their way through Barovia. Be warned, this is an adult content rated campaign. This means our players use adult language and make jokes of adult nature. Also because of the nature of a horror-driven campaign, there will be descriptions of torture, murder, and other topics that may be disturbing to sensitive listeners. Listen at your own risk and prepare to be royally screwed. So, <laughs> as you kill the last of them, you see that they were covering a pit trap that has spikes at the bottom of it that you avoided. So, well, you still would have ran into them. Yeah. As you proceed past the trap, the road continues bending again as the trees begin to pull back from the path. Not far from the road stands an old stone slab standing just under six feet in height. It rests on an old cracked stone circle and seems to bear some kind of carving. Alright, give me an investigation check. Oh wow, I couldn't get that done. 21. You walk over, you notice that the slab bears a carving of a wolf over an engraved three-point star. And Irina looks at you and she goes, you know, that book that I gave you, Mentioned something about this type of stuff. Oh, yeah. About the fame. That was the fame one. That's the one she gave. Yeah, 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 there we go. Like, oh, I'll whip it out. <laughs> we should check it. It doesn't matter. You need to read that on your own. <laughs> or read it to them when you're like in well, downtime. She, she got it <laughs> I know. And as you proceed on, you see Muriel just kind of pick up a few weeds that are growing at the bottom of it and kind of toss them off to the side. I'll help. (laughs) As you start heading down the road, getting closer to the Wizards of Wine, you see a cart coming up the road and there's a man in the cart. So we found we found a cart. Yeah. We found a man in a cart. 
Is it a live man or a dead man? <laughs> it's a live man. Okay, hang on. Wait, is he like driving the cart or is he just like... He's driving the cart. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. I, was, I was worried. He's like dead. Just <laughs> I, I, I played Red Dead Redemption. It happens. Guys, it's the Uber. Is the Uber? The Uber's here. I'm trying to stop him and talk. Let me know. Muriel says, "You could steady your sword. It's just Adrian." <laughs> so she kind of waves him down, and he pulls up, and he kind of gives everybody a nod, and he looks at Muriel, and he says, "Cousin." She's like, cousin, where are you heading? So he says, the family is further in the woods. They had to retreat from the winery. Are you heading to the winery? Yeah, we are. We were. You might want to follow me first. You can, some of you can hop in the wagon and y'all can go and talk to Davian. But the the winery is definitely out of business for the moment. What's going on there? Oh, it's probably be better off if Davian tells you that much. Why? So we can take our kids, just keep going, or, uh, you know, go talk to Davey. Let's go talk to Davey. Alright, I mean, we talked to everybody, anybody and everybody, let's go talk to Davey, I guess. Alright, so who's hopping in and who's not? Uh, Where is Muriel going to be at? She'll be walking her city. Muriel will probably ride on your back. Muriel's like, I can walk. She can ride on something. She, she can ride on something. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, you're the one that had it. That's on you, bro. You're an idiot. It'll probably be best I'm if I. It'll probably like, be best if I didn't jump into the. Uh, yeah, I will walk steadily by the the horses. All right. So Irina hops into the wagon. I'll hop in. I'll walk beside it. Is this like a covered like wagon? No, it's open. Looks like it's probably used to carry wine barrels. Damn cart. It's got <laughs> hay in the back of it. Yeah, I'm gonna hop in. My legs are tired. No one else is jumping in. I'll jump in and take a rest if it's only about an hour or two hours, no matter what. You need it, bro. Yeah. <laughs> kind of got a little fucked up there. <laughs> You give us a short rest. I'll take Didn't short she rest. give you some healing? I take my uh, lay on hands on the as well. Did you heal as well? Yeah, you should be full health. Full health. You might be sore though. Yeah. Hey, you got a new battle scar. It's okay. Yeah. So you follow the wagon as it goes on off trail into the woods. 
And it makes its way to a clearing that has some tents and several children running around. You see some adults. You can look at them and tell they're all related. They all have dark hair. Gene pool doesn't go very far in this family, huh? That tree just like to go straight up. All of a sudden, I'm starting to have second thoughts about the <laughs> So, you pull up. It's Barovia, how far can they get? It's true. Adrian looks at y'all and says, the main tent is where you'll find Davian. <coughs> the main tent? The main tent. The big one. I was like, hey, this is a Madam Ava thing. It's a, it's a, Here we go again. Yeah. The bigger tent. Oh. We're not at the line. We're away from it. Yes. Yeah, it's a tent. Because the place is all fine. This is, they're camping. This isn't like Madam Ava... Big, it, it's it's rustic camping, shitting in the woods. Yeah. Muriel says, "I'll stay and check on the rest of my family." I imagine someone else will accompany you with that. Is she? No, I'll be too clingy. That's the wrong message. No, that's okay. You already <laughs> sent. You already sent it. It's fine. It, it's in the cloud. Don't you worry. What I wanted is to see. You see the people in this camping setup kind of eye you pretty wearily. Like, who are they? What are y'all doing here? Type of deal. Do we want? Huh? I do what I want when I want. Do I want to do it? Uh. Yeah, we're here to talk about <coughs> Davy. Davy? Davy Crockett. Oh, okay. <laughs> Again. That one. My yeah. helmet, I can't hear well. It's the same, same thing. Dave, Dave is supposed to know. That's what I just agree. It's like same thing. Yep, yep. yep. So, our business is to retrieve a shipment that was supposed to go to an inn that we are. Who are you talking to? The ten Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's practicing Wait. what he's going to say. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, yeah, I'll just like give a nice wave over to the people that are staring at us. If, because I don't, I don't know why. Like I, I know they're staring at us because we're not obviously family in the camp. But I'll try to give a friendly wave. Okay, All right. So you see a woman who's kind of hurting some of these children. You see bedrolls and blankets strewn around the area. You see two men that look a lot like. Erwin Martikoff leaning against a tree. Um, one of the men has a little bit of a beard. And you see a, a woman kneeling beside a pair of young boys not far away. She's got chestnut colored hair as opposed to the black that most of the family has. <laughs> <laughs> she, she was obviously married in. <laughs> and beside her, you see a, a bald man. He's got a, a kid, a little baby in his arms. He's rocking the baby. 
I don't know. You oh, tell I, me. I was writing everything down outside. Uh, well, I'm going to approach the ball guy with the baby. He looks up. Hello? It's delicious looking baby you got. <laughs> delicious looking baby. He kind of pulls the baby closer. Oh, I'm just <laughs> Hi, uh, we're looking for the dude. <laughs> No. The leader of your clan here, Dave. The member of my clan, Dave. <laughs> looking for Dave Eoflavio. <laughs> so he had a red hood. I'm assuming you want Dave. Yes. Yes, we would like to ask Dave uh, about the situation with the winery. He points. So the two men that are leaning against the tree. Damien's right over there. Alright, thank you, Mr. Cool, which one? The older Where's guy. Appreciate it, man. Thanks, Mr. Queen. He kind of runs his hand over his head and goes, I don't know what you're talking about. See that, Mr. Queen? All he means is uh, he appreciates your silky smooth head. Sir. Yes. Alright, so uh, and, and with that, we've been I'm going to make my way over to the person that he's singled out of being Davio. Alright, so you walk over, you see the, the two guys. And then one of them looks a lot like Erwin. The other one, you can tell, is also related to Erwin. He's got a beard. As you get closer to him, you notice some gray hairs. He's graying at the temples, some gray in his beard and his hair. And what looks like at one time was jet black hair is now more salt and pepper. And he cautiously eyeballs you as you approach. I will cautiously eyeball him back. Alright. I don't know. <laughs> he, he watches you eyeballing him and says, Something I can help you with, son. Yeah, I got it. That's when I step in. I'm like, okay. I've been practicing this speech already. You were, you were talking to the tent earlier. I thought it sounded great. Yeah, it was, it was <laughs> perfect. perfect. Are, are you Davio? I am Davian. Flavio. The man mm -hmm. we are searching for. Davian. We, we were told that you were talking. Yes. I am Davian Marticon. My name is Damien. Right, we are not getting off on the on a right foot here. We will have to be helping with your little problem. What little problem do I have? The fact that you can't deliver your goods to the blue water. And how do you plan on fixing that problem? By you telling us what the hell is the problem so we can go fix it. You said you could fix it. Obviously you thought you knew what the problem was. When in doubt, don't just blast everything. It's not, it's not that we think we can fix it, it's the fact that we have to fix it. We would like to fix it. And we have the means to fix it. We're here we have to fix it as a courtesy from the proprietors of the Blue Water Inn. Fuck that. You. How dare you? So I, I Irwin, just turns around and walks away. He's done. Erwin sent you here, huh? No. No, Erwin sent me here. I said that as I'm walking away. <laughs> 
Irwin told us that he was waiting on a shipment, so we told him we'd look inside. Of course, Irwin would only give a shit about his shipment. You see that fucking bastard get off his ass to do anything other than wait for his shipment? That man you, has you been fixed. pretty good. Now you know why I'm walking off, because this guy's a fucking asshole. Yeah. Alright, he's been pretty good to you. He's not making you sleep in tents, is he? It doesn't seem like you're... You see the little baby over there? You see the little kids? Alright, call now. Trying to find out what they're going to eat at their next meal. You think Erwin gave a shit about any of them? He's great when you're a paying customer. He ain't so great when he's family. Well, sir, it looks like a a family falling out is what is uh, keeping y'all two in cahoots. You could say uh, in cahoots. No, there is no cahoots going on. Keeping y'all not in good graces with each other. No, that's his own fault. But like we like we had said, we came here trying to figure out what was up with the shipment. So, if there is trouble, we would, I imagine, me and my fellow party members here, uh, correct me if I'm stepping out of line. Stepping out of line? No, no. We can help with whatever problem you are having that's keeping you in this field intense. Let's start with the basics. I've already told you who I am. Who the hell are you? I mean, you start. You didn't start so, off with the basics. You okay. started off with defensiveness, <laughs> but that's I right. start. Like, <coughs> well, I got this boy over here eyeballing me. Well, he's, he, he just got some big eyeballs. <laughs> he just, you know, his, his eyes wandered uh, wherever. We just and I saw his that. eyeballs on my niece's ass, but. <laughs> If you're talking about Mario, I mean, she, she was, looks like she lives. <laughs> Not sure what that means, but okay. <laughs> oh, now, she lives. Oh, the, like I said, let's get over the niceties here. Yes. Who the hell are you? We are adventurers, finding ourselves out of place in this land that we do not belong in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I couldn't have said that better than myself. In summary, we are not friends with strong. Let's just speak. Well, I'm glad we got that much out of the way. And we are friends with everybody else. <laughs> that's not the We're just thing. here to be, we're just good people trying to do good deeds. Good people, good deeds. Not serving Strahd. Friends with everybody. I still don't know who the fuck you are. Well, mm. let me be the first to say I am Marina. Wow, we're getting somewhere. Oh, okay. You know what? I'm just... We know a name now. <laughs> like, Hi, Marina. I'm Damien. I'm Carfina the Cleric. Hello, Carfina the Cleric. Sable. Say it all. I'm Zathriel the Paladin. Zathriel a Paladin. I'm Leo the Rogue. Leo the oh, Rogue. Oh, you're Leo the Cleric. No, I'm Patrick. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm Patrick. No, this is... No, this is just a custom pack. Uh, is this for a take your number? 
you're not, are you not going to introduce yourself? That's class. Class. Uh, yes, yeah, class. And the guy that and the guy that's uh, all no. eyes right now is Ty Typher. Typher. Yeah, I'll keep my eye on that one. Yeah. You can keep your eye on me while I'm keeping my eye on you. <laughs> but he, he takes nice ease and respect a, a, long, a long way. So obviously he didn't see. He's just a he's well, just a weary fellow. As I said, I am Dayton Markov. I own the Wizards of Wine. Mm-hmm. It's been in my family for many generations. And we have a problem. Obviously. <laughs> that, that, that is why we are here. <laughs> well, my problem goes way beyond Erwin not getting his shipment of wine. It's something that has to do with the production, is it not? Well, it definitely no. interrupted the production as it ran us out of the winery. Does it have something to do with those blights? Oh, there's some blights involved. There's some druids involved. Ah. Force folk. These damn druids come in and invaded the winery. They're a little bit more powerful than I would prefer. And I did not want the children at risk. So we fled. We went, came here. We've been hidden ever since. The druids brought some blights. There's some blights. And there's some strokes. And there's Construct birds. I'm not sure if I know anything about them. Yes, we did. Oh. Yeah, we fought them. I don't fucking know what they look like. Though. They're like the little, like, the they robot look like bird things. Big birds. Yeah. Like the little wooden things. Um, so, it's been a while. I don't have no fucking clue why these girls attack the line. They don't seem like the great mash type. I don't see them tending to grapevines or anything like that. Well, they're obviously not here for a good I reason. don't know why they're inside. I know that Baba Lagasa oh. is involved with this because of the Strix. And that's all I know at this point. Can't get close to the winery because the Strix are there. So we've been sitting here. Well, know what we're doing today? Selling some drinks. And some drinks. Well, I ain't gonna stop you. Let's go. Is there anything anything you can think of that would help us? Let's go kill the strikes. Everybody get your flamethrowers. Oh, I was gonna ask. Some oil? Yeah. You're asking Davian? So we, I was thinking we could just happen to have something of flammable, large quantities. Do you have a lot of Crisco? He owns a winery, so there hopefully is some alcohol around that's flammable as well. Davian looks, he says, I don't have much here. 
We grabbed the kids we got out. <laughs> I mean, it's still four as we did. There was just four of them left. I mean, I do have an alchemist set. I could try to make some fucking the alchemist fire. But I don't know how to do it. <laughs> how do I do that? So I don't that would only trigger if we went in, right? Imagine if we try to so we can figure out how to safely move it. Jeez. Wish that whole cart. <laughs> Damien looks at blow you and said, I'd appreciate it if you didn't blow up the winery. <laughs> of course. I mean, it's my house and all. Everything we're talking about is in the right. safest way possible. Hopefully the druids haven't done any damage to the winery. I'm hoping the same. I still don't know why they would want to be in there. I have no idea either. Maybe we'll figure it out. Figure out their motives once they're dead. Give me an insight check. I got a roll. I got a roll for cheese puffs. I can make it, but it requires us to go on this. Eighteen. Eighteen. You could tell Davian might know a little bit more than he's letting up. Hmm. Do you have any, like, do you know why they, like, do you have any ideas of their motives? I have no clue. However, horse folk are from Yester Hill. Yester Hill isn't that far from the winery. Horse folk been terrible neighbors for years. And we haven't been shy letting them know that they're terrible neighbors. Yikes. Looks like maybe this is their revenge. Probably. That, or they just see a winery and they're like, yeah, we're gonna steal this place. Give me another insight check. Hi. Five. Horse folk are terrible neighbors. <laughs> Should have put up a better fence. I try to persuade him to tell us everything he knows about why they're there. You can do a persuasion. It is a pretty dice. Roll better. It's not going give it, give to be in the off world. Give it a TED talk. It's revenge. They're assholes. I'm an asshole. They're assholes. Yep. This is revenge for me being an asshole, I guess. <coughs> Why couldn't you ever find a way to live and like, get peace together? Those damn forced folks. They're crazy. Crazy in the head. Been that way for a long time. It, it'd probably be harder to try to convince them to actually be decent. You know, forest folks have embraced Strahd von Zarevich as their lord and ruler. So. Oh, yikes. And needless to say, my family does not view 
Strahd von Zarevich as lord and ruler of jack shit. <laughs> he can stick to his damn castle up there on the on the hillside. So, that's where we stand. That's what my family's dealing with. That is my problem. Yeah. Now, big guy said he was interested in helping us with our problem. That still stands. We'd appreciate the help. What do we get in return? Wine. Well, for one thing, Erwin don't get his fucking wine. I mean, we don't have to one to Erwin. You get my family's gratitude. I tell you what, I'll give you my family's whole damn ledger if you get rid of the druids. Okay. Okay. Cool. Challenge. Now I would have done it for free. Alright, so. Just points of correction. Come on. Let me tell you a little what you got to look forward to. I already told you, there's four druids. There's some needle blights, there's some vine blights, and there's a few dozen twig blights in and around the winery. As far as my family knows, there are three greater Strix patrolling the skies above the vineyards. And the vineyards themselves have too many needle blights to even count. Yikes. What's the difference between a greater strix and a lesser strix? Is there a lesser strix? Size. <laughs> lesser strix? That's the size of a raven. Mm. Greater strix? A lot bigger. A lot bigger. Great biggins. Great biggins. Are they machina? Actually, they are some sort of strange construct. A bell hag over in Brez conjured up. So, one of them druids has a staff. Steal it. Seems to be the source of the blight's strength. Oh, so break the staff and then you It's their that. way of control. Yes, if you break the staff, hey, or the lights in the vineyard, go bye-bye, or at least you weaken them. Yeah. Let's break the stick. Set it on fire. If we, if we set it on fire, the little little guys will spontaneously combust. Or you take hold of the stick. And get, them and, get, and get them against the druids. We, we get control over the little guys. And then we'll have a fuck ton of little, um, minions. Alright, so we got druids, greater streaks, and lights. A lot of stats. Can we do infestation with some lights? I don't know what you can do. It wouldn't hurt to try. You see one of the, the women that's kind of listening to the conversation. She says, you hear her mutter. 
just loud enough to be heard. It's like, what the hell does it matter? They're just gonna die anyway. They're gonna die anyway, dude. So, <laughs> you see the the other woman that was hurting the children. She's like, Claudia, <coughs> you need to apologize. She, you see this other woman kind of glance y'all's direction. She, I'm, I'm sorry. She doesn't know what she's talking about. No, at least it's better to die for something. Mm. Well, wait, like, wait. you staying here for nothing. Yeah. Like, we're doing something with our lives. You see the other woman, the first one that talks, she goes, you're just wasting your damn time. You know, there's no here. possibility y'all are even strong enough to defeat vampire servants. Actually, oh, you know what? You're right, we should just go. Have others tried going into the winery? <clears throat> Nobody's tried to go in the winery. So, so that makes you know. a fool and a coward. So we don't know what we can't do. If only we had something in this little... We have, we have fought more and we have... Had a girl with a staff and maybe grab <laughs> We have fought and we have come out of that fight alive from Strahd and servants. So, yeah. I know you think it is a waste of time. Boasts. Just boasts, I'm sure. I doubt that you've even seen Strahd up close. And, and I, I pull my I pull my chain mail and plate armor back to show her my neck. So the, the guy that was driving the wagon looks at her and he says, Will you shut up? This isn't like Elric. And the woman looks at Adrian. Adrian's the guy. She goes, Don't you dare say his name. And you see Davian. All of a sudden, like he grows four sizes even bigger. And he's like, you will all be quiet. I will not suffer this disobedience in my household. I don't even know what's going on. And she snaps back, looking at Damien. You know what? Go fuck yourself. You drove Elric away, just like you did with Erwin. And you see... Damien's face grow bright red and he shouts, ENOUGH! And she turns, she kind of snarls and she sits cross-legged on the damp ground facing away from everybody and the other woman and Adrian both kind of flank against Davian and they kind of try to calm him down they both kind of look stricken. And you see Muriel watching from a distance. And her complexion is taken on like an ashen pallor. Her face is unreadable. There's no emotion on her face whatsoever. Hey, Muriel, which one is that? Which one's the problematic one? It's the old one that turned away from us. And one of the other guys comes over and he says, I'm, I'm sorry about their behavior. I promise, family are good people. 
need to know. Well, I believe that. I believe that there's just some tension right now because, well, y'all are in a different setting. Y'all are kind of stressed right now. There's a lot of tension, but a lot of this tension has gone back years. It's not just recent. Mm -hmm. The stuff going on with the winery is just added to the the animosity that has occurred. That's understandable. I won't get, I won't uh, get into it. That is y'all's business and nothing I should be a part of. So we're not here to make the feud greater. Yeah. But we're going to try to help out with this, uh, druid situation and hopefully that will help things kind of go back to at least not really normal but like sort of there just kind of patch things up right at least you'll have your own back keep an eye on your we shall i know i know uh typer over there is definitely going to be keeping a keen eye on your real It's I like, think it's very subtle, but I like that one. <laughs> <That's good. laughs> I think Sagal is aware that Typer has interest in Muriel. How? All right, I think I figured out why the. I think I figured out the the something. I do too. My, okay. This chair area is very small, so when I adjust my legs, they kind of bump up against the table. So, yeah, that's great. So, uh, I guess when are we going to set off for the, uh, the land? No, time, time present. Present. Yeah. Well, what time is it? I would say with your traveling, it's probably about 3 o'clock in the afternoon at this point. We didn't get the name of the woman that was being heard, right? <clears throat> yes. Claudia. Oh, Claudia. Yeah. Why don't we set off and we can talk along the way? <coughs> David goes, Y'all sure y'all want to do this? Yes. We ran in the woods. And follow me. He brings you into a tent. Into the big tent. When you were talking to Yeah. Is that a Pulls up a rug off the floor. My fur, and you see a hatch, a, a, a trap door. Mm-hmm. Pulls it up. So there's a tunnel. This is how we escaped. That leads to the strikes. This will get you into the water. You might want to bring some way to see, though. It's pretty dark down there. I don't need any. So, Damien, so before you go, I apologize for their behavior. You, you see the other woman, the woman that was trying to calm things down. Like that, she gives him a look. Alright, my behavior as well. I apologize. Now, very good. 
some things to know about this passage. <clears throat> Passes through a cavern. That cavern's got some brown mold in it. We mm-hmm. use that cavern to keep the lines in the cellar cool. Do not approach, attack, or touch the mold. It will attack you. I'm just gonna look at it and peek at it. Second, the druids can conjure the force of thunder. So if you fail to defeat any of them that you come across, the sound of thunder can alert the others. Which caused them to all come running. Same goes true for any spell that you cast. You give them a heads up, they're gonna know where you're at. Finally, this is a winery, it's an old structure, it's made out of wood. He kind of looks at you, he kind of looks at you, knowing that you're probably a spellcaster. It says, don't set my damn place on fire by mistake, <laughs> like a bloody flaming fool. Mm-hmm. I'd like to have a home to go back to. Now I do appreciate what y'all are doing. My sons, obviously, are not up to the task. But, like I said, I'd like to have a home to go back to. Now, if you happen to come across it, I got an emergency cash in my winery. Wasn't able to grab it when the druids ran us out. It's going to be in the northwest corner of the storage room on the main floor of the winery. You'll find some healing supplies and other items that you might find useful. I invite you to keep anything you want out of there for yourself. Of course, if the druids haven't found it already. He says the northwest. Northwest corner. We will try to keep you those items back safely. If we can be using the Muro walks up, she goes, I'm not going to be traveling with y'all in this one. I got some stuff I got to take care of here. But, uh... Well, I need to be here to protect the family if anything arises, or maybe even protect them from themselves. But good luck. It's hard to get a goodbye kiss. <laughs> Good goodbye sniff. <laughs> All right. Let's get to this tunnel. Let's start going down. Yeah. Brit tunnel. Do y'all have a torch? We all have Do we? In our packs. I know, yeah. Yeah, I got a torch in my. uh... Everyone gets a torch out. So the tunnel marches silently through the earth. A thin veil of mist clinging to the ground as it delves deeper into the darkness. The further you travel, the colder it gets, and your breath mists upon the air. 
moisture pooling in the tunnel's nooks and crannies gradually gives way to patches of ice, their brittle surfaces splintering and crunching under your boots. The tunnel soon opens up to a shallow, freezing cavern. <laughs> All right, everybody leave. <laughs> it was fun. Well, it was fun knowing you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> y'all think y'all think y'all want to do one fight before y'all call it quits? Yes. Sure. No refunds. Get the fuck out. I'm ready to fight some fucking tree imps. Right. I mean, I've only killed one thing in this whole campaign, so. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, nothing stops you from killing all the time. <laughs> My roles stop me from killing all the time. <laughs> and people killing things before you can. So the tunnel soon opens to a shallow, freezing cavern. Thick brown mold carpets the walls, floors, and the ceiling. Its expanse interrupted only by narrow dirt path that cuts across the floor to a dark, stony archway at the opposite end. So y'all are right in here. There's all this nice mold. Wonderful. And this is the the doorway, uh, the stone. All right, so y'all are in here, and okay. the, here's the doorway mm-hmm. going in, and then this is all this brown stuff along the edge. That's mold. mold. As the mold, so don't yeah. go by that. Don't touch. Yeah. Don't touch. Yeah. I would just go down the doorway. All right. So the archway gives way to a stone tunnel, stonework tunnel which seemingly terminates at a blank brick wall 15 feet beyond it. Hello. Hello, Jackie. How, how far does it echo? <laughs> yeah. Is it 15 feet? <laughs> Hello. Hello. Okay, All right. Cool. <laughs> so, brown mold has filled this cramped corridor with more recent growths covering parts of the floor, the walls, and the ceiling around it, except for in one place. A short way down the tunnel, a small wooden box covered with old peeling paint hangs from a rusted iron hook. The box is painted a pale frigid blue and it has a design of a snowflake carved on its side. Is it a mimic? A six inch bare patch covers the wall around the box with nary a spore of mold nearby. So if I cast a uh, frostbite on it, do you think anything? It has a snowflake on it. It's true. Um, this is either that box that they were talking Let's about, or it's a mimic. Right? I'm like, there's there's Every so much mold it. around it, that's why I'm like, just can it. I just... Because, again, if we attack the mold, the mold's gonna fight back. Can, we, uh, can I investigate the box a little more? You can definitely investigate the box. Oh my god! Get it out now. So it might give me uh, a detect magic skill first. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, nope. Oh, you know what? I didn't. I have that spell, but I didn't read it yet. You want me to okay. punish it? No, a detect magic spell. But they don't have it, so. Yeah, I don't have it. With All right, you're going to give me an investigation check. Live. On the box. Spell. Isn't it so, spell you, what'd you get? Eleven. You open the box and you see three small objects inside. So not a minute. Should I reach my hand in? I see a couple objects, bro. Uh, should I? Should I grab them? Sure. 
I don't have mage hand ready either. I was gonna suggest mage hand. Yeah, I don't have mage hand ready either. Oh. I put two strikes and uh, three. Am I able to? So give me a, a nature check. Not her. I was gonna say, am I able to do the shape of water and? Six out of water. I don't see why not. Use the water from your Um, I will use a shape of water out of my canteen to kind of lift the objects out so that I am not pushing physically. Okay. Yeah. So, (laughs) as this blue orb starts forming in your hand, and the spell starts to emanate. It all of a sudden starts turning a blackish purple. And instead you see a frozen skeletal hand emerge. Oh. And as it does, from the cold frigidness of the room, it freezes and it dissipates. Well, I don't know what to do with that. Is it your own hand? Look to make sure it's not your own hand. Yeah. Like, what did I do? <laughs> mm-hmm. Everybody just understand it. Okay, I got a, I got an idea, guys. So, <laughs> I have an idea too. Hyper just reaches in and grabs her shadow. Well, let me cast okay. Sanctuary on you first. Because <laughs> if I cast Sanctuary on you, until the spell ends, any creature who targets the warded creature with an attack or harmful spell must first make a wisdom save throw. The creature, on a failed save, the creature must choose a new target or lose the attack. Save your spells. Okay. You're going to need them. All right. You reach in. You pull out three wolves' teeth. They're very cold to the touch. They're about six inches long. God damn. And they are carved with intricate runic inscriptions on them. Give me a, either a nature or arcana check. 20. 20 on which? Arcana. Arcana. You feel a strange pull to these teeth. Very familiar, almost exactly the same pull that you had when you saw that uh, mountain woman in the forest, okay? You have a feeling that these teeth have something to do with those people. Give me a nature check on top of that. 15. 15. You recognize these as winter wolves. <laughs> so, so for the should I be doing the knowledge stuff or So you're going to you might want to write this down. Yeah. You can use these. You can use your action to pierce an enemy's stomach with one of the tooth. That creature can then immediately exhale a blast of freezing wind in a, okay. 
<laughs> I got you, don't you worry. Okay, you can pierce the stomach of an enemy with one of the teeth. That creature then immediately exhales a blast of freezing wind in a 15-foot cone. Every creature in that area must make a DC-12 deck saving throw, where they take 4d8 cold damage on a failed save. Or half as much on a success. So it's a DC what now? DC twelve decks. You can also use the the tooth, use your action to pierce your bicep with the tooth, which then gives you immunity from cold damage for one minute. But then the tooth dissipates into a frigid mist. This is after you use. Yes. Got a grapple from behind, turn a certain way, shoot an arrow with the uh, tooth on it into the stomach. <laughs> All right, got it. All right. Now, what do y'all do? Alright, well, we got the teeth and there's the box, and we're still trapped in the tunnel, right? That's right. Uh, we want to break this wall to the. Uh... Give me an investigation check. <laughs> like, should we start just building for breaks that are loose? Because they had to get out. 17. 17. Damn, dude. you go and you push on this door. And you notice that the stone slab can be slid away. So, give, give me a strength check. Strength. How oh, eight. Oh, I got 16. <laughs> can I help him out? 16? 16's enough to slide it. Push with your back. <laughs> yeah. Don't use your legs, use your back. You All know. right. So we slide that door open. Alright, so you walk out into this little area, right? Hang on. Hither. Alright. And you have a ton or pathway this way that opens to this room, and you have a pathway here that opens to this room. And Give me a, who's in front? I am. You are. Give yeah. me a stealth check. <laughs> Yo. Oh, I'll be right, I'll be quink, right quink behind him. Quink, clink, and open there. Got this. A 10. That's actually pretty good. A 10. You have a bonus to spend a stealth check? Nope. Right that was a straight roll. Need a blood. I, I have I definitely disadvantage on stealth, but I get a plus 5. They're dumbasses, though. I got disadvantage on stealth as well. Uh, that's, what that, that's what that D is. Yes. So I gotta roll another 20. Yes. Go with the level 2. That was a 4. No! Oh, yeah. How? Clank. 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 
Clank. I'll just put you to sleep. And you see a druid who turns towards you and is like, What's up, bitch? Get fucked. I command you. (laughs) And all of a sudden, five needle blights come your direction. Is it the baby? (laughs) These are needles. Roll for initiative, everyone. Yes, 20. Thanks for getting through the door. That That doesn't do you much good other than just put you one of the first things. Yeah. Exactly. You know, I got two better than the Alright, so let me roll some initiatives here. 17 for the needles. What'd you get? Alright, Leo, Seidel, 19, 18, 17. Sass. Sass, my man. Alright, Sixteen. Sixteen. Keep using that dice to hit. Yeah. Fifteen. Oh no. Fourteen. Thirteen. Twelve. Yeah, it's better than that. Eleven. Ten. Nine. I got a nine. You know what? Just put me the lowest at Eight. Okay, what did you have? Seven. Hey, sorry. Give me Kerfina stuff. So I can run her. That way I'll have a healer in case we need it. Alright, what were y'all betting that I'm gonna forget him for? He's dashed back in the middle and you're still gonna miss Leo is gonna be the problem. <laughs> Alright, so Leo, there are five needle blights coming your direction. What are you doing? Mm. And a druid. Alright, go for a druid. And I'm doing short swords, so. Alright. Wow. I have a block. Uh, does 14 hit? 14 hits. I have a block. No, I have a block. 
Alright, Sadal. One rogue after another. Who are you going after? Uh, I guess I'm going after, uh, I'm guessing the, the not the droid, the blights are closer to me. Yes. Alright, right. I'm going to attack a blight. Okay. Alright, I got 16 to hit. 16 hits. Good, good. I'm going to go in with the roof. Six points of damage. Alright. Does anybody have a flamethrower? Nope, nobody has one. We have a flamethrower. Irina is going to go in with her rapier on um, light number two. I was going after flight number one, by the way. 13 hits. So. <coughs> she is going to do 1d8. Three. Four points of damage. All right. Sathriel. All right. I'll go after needle number two. Okay. And I'm going to go with green flame blade. So now my blade is full of fire, and these are um, these are needle blades. So not the same as. No, I can give you a picture of them real fast. I imagine thorny, but not uh, what is, what's the word uh, to flame? Vulnerable. Vulnerable. There you go. That's what, what they look like. What is spiky boys? What is their size? Medium-sized plant. Because the divine boys are human size, and these are these are like, medium-sized. Like dwarf size? Oh, probably about like that. I got great flame going. I got great master weapon going. So minus five to hit. Come on, hit. And I miss. All right. Is that the end of your turn? That is the end of my turn. All right. The needle blights are going to attack. Needle blight number one is gonna hobble its ass over to Sathrail, excuse me. 14 does not hit. Set number two is going to go after Sadal. Good lord. Nat 20. Wow. Wow. So it all of a sudden, you see it kind of puff up almost like a balloon foot or like a puffer fish. And it's going to shoot needles out towards you. Oh, it's shooting at me. 
okay? It's projectile shooting. Shooting six. <laughs> six. Seven, eight. <coughs> you take nine points of piercing damage. Is that all? That's all. Number oh, yeah. three is going to go, it's going to run up to Leo. Does it pass by me? No. Nine does not hit. Right. Number four is going to run past you as it comes after you. You want to come look? Nat 20. We take it, Ward. It was a 20. He tried to fuck. He <laughs> no, I saw it. Really. We'll so, that going after you. Yep. Or it's going to also do a needle attack on you. Four. 22 points of damage. Oh Number five is going to go after Typher. We haven't just killed any of these Thirteen does not hit. Typher, you are up. Yay! <laughs> the druids take it some damage. I'm gonna go after the druid. Okay. So I'm going to use my blood malignant to cast curse the mark against them, so I'll get extra damage on these next couple of attacks. So I'm gonna go after him with two crossbow shots. Let's see. Fourteen. Fourteen hits. And. 15. Both hit. Alright. So that's going to be... 33 points of damage. Jesus. Typher. How do you want to do this? How do you want to do this? I put a cross bowl in each of his eyeballs. <laughs> so as... Since the druid was up next... You see, as she starts casting and chanting, getting ready for her attack. <laughs> and she is dead. Two cross bolts go through her eyes and out the back of her head, and blood just spills down ah. as she falls. What the hell? She barely got a chance. She did not have much HP. <laughs> Marina! I didn't want her to do the thunder thing. Well, I. Yeah. And then That's why I she was coming for it. Can I get a constitution save On how many? Roll with five Aha! No. <laughs> I gotta know how many to roll for. No. No, no. How many blights? Are, is it an oh. AoE or is it a single attack? It's a single okay. attack. No, 18. Okay. You already passed. It's fine. That's okay. <laughs> I am sorry. So very sorry. <laughs> Plask. I tried. Plask. Sorry. <laughs> um, is any in range so of me, or is it they, are they still a bit off of me? I'm with the group, so. They are all close by. Okay, I guess it's I'll a pretty move up to the nearest one and uh, take a swing at it. At which one? Um, 
How many are in uh, range? I'd say two of them are probably right by you. Okay, I'll take uh, one swing at each one of them. So one and two? Yep. All right. Nat uh, 20 on one, the other one is All right, so go ahead and roll your damage. We'll be taking a grand total of uh, 25 points of damage. All right, so you watch as needles and twiggy pulp air kind of goes flying. These conifer-like needles just go flying all over the place. As your great axe, as your no, great, great. great sword goes right through them. And as that one dies, the one close to it starts giving off a, like a pollen, a yellow pollen that kind of begins to dissipate through the, the air. Uh, oh God, everybody be careful when breathing. Uh, Kerfina is going to go after number... Oh, it's a rabbit. Number five. With her... With her war hammer. Sounds great. You go. Why is she Actually, I'm going to do Eldritch Blast. <laughs> Just so I can say I did it. There you go. That's the answer to any problem. Yeah. Eldritch Blast. And it misses. <laughs> Damn. Oh, that's not the answer. That's not the answer. Don't miss the other Leo, you were up. Alright. I gotta get through, guys. Holy shit. Tell me. I'll go after number two. Okay. And I got 17 and 15. 17 and 15 both hit. Alright. First one takes, or it takes 17. The first one is destroyed into a volley of needles and pollen. And then I guess I'll use my second short sword to take a swing at number three. All right. And take three points. Three? All right. Sadal. Uh, 14. 14 hits. I didn't notice. I didn't Are you know. going for three, four, or five? Oh, uh, which one has the least amount of hits? I ain't telling you that. Fuck, I want to kill one. I guess I'll go up for five. Okay, go for five. How much damage? Eight points of damage. All right. Irina is going to go after number four. With her rapier. And she misses. Bigger than shit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, big time. Good she job, got, She got a two. <laughs> um, Sathriel. All right. Come on, do that big boy damage. Let's do this green blade again. She was telling y'all how she's such a good swordsman. <laughs> yeah. 
Hey, she was doing some big boy damage earlier. All right. Green blade. Let's. Yeah, let's do that. Great weapon master too. So minus five to attack. Eleven. Eleven does not hit. Typer. Oh, where's the Uriel? Uriel is back at the camp. Yeah, she's not one. Alright, going up to three. It's 18 on the first. On the second one, it's 12. 12 hits. Oh, hell yeah, good. So I'm gonna do two. Tell me first damage. Tell me damage separately. 14 on the first one. Okay, how would you like to do this? He's dead. Yeah, he's dead. <laughs> All right. Second one, he's already rolled for it, so. Eleven. Eleven points of damage? Yeah. Second one just died. All right, so there's one left. Somebody killed this. Wait, what did you do to both of them, though? <laughs> I would like Marina. Oh, shit. <laughs> you have one tw uh, needle blight left. <laughs> Kill it, I believe in you. Oh, you're so nice. You're so sweet. Uh, da, 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 da. I will use. Try to use. Short sword. That's guy. <laughs> Didn't need it. 19. 19 hits. Take it back. Take it back. <laughs> take it back. Take it back. 19 hits. Oh, I can't do it, but. You know what to do? Grafina, Grafina can. Mm -hmm. yeah. okay, Seven. Marina. <gasps> it's my second one! How do you yes. want to do this? Your second kill. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I want to just, uh, since, well, this is the first time I took out my short sword, I want to fucking, you know, right in the middle of the head, just, <laughs> And it go, you cleave it in half as needles and pollen and pulpy bits go flying all over the place. Alright, I'm gonna go, yes! and I'm gonna go collect yes! the, uh, little tiny needle bits, I'm gonna put them in my bag, uh, free kindling. Okay. And also, Fair enough. And also, my dragon likes to chew on them. Toothpicks. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so, we will end here. We'll pick up out of this room next session. So, we will call it quits here. All right.